0: Leran Hirschkorn here, your host of the E-Commerce Mindset Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking all about Prime Day. Actually, as I record this, tomorrow is the last day to submit deals. We'll be talking about some important dates for sending in inventory. We'll be predicting... Uh, the date of Prime Day, uh, so sort of from some internal documents we've seen talking about deals, advertising, storefronts, uh, everything around Prime Day, the benefits that it has, and um, how you can utilize it to grow your business. So I really think you'll enjoy this episode. It comes from a recording that I did on Clubhouse, so you, you'll you hear this uh, go right into the uh, recording, as well as some uh, Q&A uh, after uh, we have this uh, discussion with uh, Slim, who works for uh, the company Dash, which does you know 100 million a year in sales on the vendor side on Amazon, and ta- uh, hearing their perspective on how they utilize Prime Days, as, well uh, as well as Deal of the Day, to uh, accelerate their sales, and also as a leaning in strategy into the the fourth quarter. So I think you really enjoy this episode. The podcast as always is sponsored by incrementumdigital.com. We help brands grow their sales. We're a growth engine for brands on the Amazon platform with advertising, uh, improvements on listings, full brand management, etc. We're we're really accelerating the growth uh, of brands. I recently made a post on my Facebook on how we took this uh, with taking this brand and we're in the process of doubling their sales and their seven-figure brand over the course of four to six months. The podcast is also sponsored by my partnership in a uh, e-commerce uh, growth capital company, offering sellers growth capital to help grow their business. Um, over the last uh, seven, eight months, I've helped dozens and dozens of sellers get funding from their business from anywhere from 20000 up to uh, over $5 million. If you're looking for funding, inventory funding for your business or funding for marketing for your business, uh, reach out to me, my email is in the show notes. And lastly, if you're looking to exit your business, a lot of exciting things going on in the space, reach out to me as well. And I can uh, give you my perspective and help you sort of navigate the space. Enjoy this episode talking all about Prime Day. So we're going to be, we're going to be sharing what we think is gonna be, or when we think Prime Day is gonna be based on um, some internal Amazon document that I guess has been circulated. Um, So we'll be sharing that. Um, Actually, there's been some people talking about, um, there've been two recent articles, I think on potentially uh, two Amazon Prime Days this year. That'll be really interesting if that happens. That's never, um, obviously never happened before. Last year 2020 was kind of an unprecedented year with Prime Day being in October. Um, but maybe Amazon also sees that as a great opportunity to kickstart the holiday season even earlier than, you know, Black Friday, Thanksgiving. And that's kind of the, the unofficial start. So it'll be interesting to see if um, if there will be two two Prime Days. So um, I'll just introduce, uh, introduce the room. Um, this is being recorded as well. And uh, for anybody that you know, that's not on Clubhouse uh, that will want to hear this or, or any of the room's um, that I host, I typically will record them and put them on the e-commerce mindset uh, podcast as well. Uh, so uh, my name is Leron Hirschkorn. I'm uh, CEO and founder of Incrementum Digital, uh, a marketing agency. We help brands uh, dominate uh, on Amazon, grow their business, grow their sales using advertising, organic ranking, um, and all the, all the strategies to, to grow, uh, grow their business uh, on Amazon. Um, Slim uh, let you give a brief introduction.
1: Yeah sure so thanks for having me firstly and then uh, my introduction basically uh, five years ago my background is in my getting started an Amazon account for a company and grew it within five years to a nine-figure business now and today I manage a successful team and my goal is to
0: teach people um, how to do the same. So super simple. Awesome um, so let's talk a little bit about um prime day when we think it when we think it's going to be um and um, we'll talk about you know maybe some strategies on what you could do to prepare or to be able to generate more uh, more sales for it so slim you you kind of shared with me your thoughts on it if you want to kind of k- kick it off with talking about what the prediction is uh, for prime day which uh, again historically prime day has been in July but the thoughts are that it's going to be in June this year yeah, totally. So a <clears throat> couple of rumours that are circling around um,
1: and both of them have at sort of the same dates. So um, if I was betting, I would say this is going to be relatively accurate. But again, because it's not released, it hasn't been officially released, it could be wrong. But this year they're anticipating, Yay. from what I'm hearing, is the 22nd, the 23rd and the 24th of Um, June. So, what we can sort of see from that is it's actually going to be rather than the traditional two days that moved up from the one this year, it looks like it's going to be a three-day event. So, it's really exciting to to see it's going to go for three days. That being said, um, I've just personal thoughts on this: um, is that number one, they've moved it relatively early. Um, I don't know due to Chinese New Year how that's going to affect um, a lot of vendors and people who. Are going to be trying to get their products into the warehouse, um, into their FCS. But again, um, late June is when um, what we've been hearing.
0: Late June, right? And you know, I posted a poll also on LinkedIn um, as far as like what dates people thought it was going to be. And I put I put a few dates in June and, and one in July. And June twenty second to twenty fourth was the most voted date. So obviously that that's kind of what what people are seeing and. Yeah, probably one of those things that's going to start, you know, in the second half of the day, right, and then go through maybe go through the next um, the next couple of days. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, sort of like um, sort of timelines and deadlines. Um, what what have you seen as far as like deadlines to ship in inventory to make sure you are um, in stock? I, I think what I've seen is. May 31st being the deadline in the U S and Canada to get, to get inventory in. Um, But I don't know if you've seen anything different as far as, you know, when, when your inventory needs to be at FBA to be, to ensure that your stock will actually be, you know, received and available by, by that time.
1: Yeah. So we've been told and um, heard from a few others, it's actually May 20th is when they expect it, but, um we, we're on the vendor side. I
0: mean we do oh, have yes. to sell
1: it, it, Sorry, go
0: ahead. Yes, yeah, exactly. So so the 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 timeline that I'm seeing actually says May 20th, um, inbound shipping cutoff for vendors in the US and then May 31st, um FBA inventory cutoffs um for US, US and Canada. And the, the dates are later for Europe. I guess maybe the receiving times there are faster, just less volume in general. They they go up to like Anywhere from the beginning of June for some markets, um, up to June, uh, up to June thirteenth um, f- for some markets across Europe. But that seems to be in line with what I'm seeing. the The timeline from what I'm seeing is May twentieth, vendor May thirty first on the uh, FBA side.
2: Yeah, that's and yeah. And then,
1: um sorry, on the vendor side, twentieth. Now that being said, it is the twentieth. But keep in mind that um, I'm sure you've probably seen it. A lot of people are still experiencing a lot of freight delays, missed pickups and things like that. So I wouldn't leave it to the last minute. I'd be, I'd be trying to get it out there as quickly as possible in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so so maybe if you're, you know, you, you should you should try to get it in, uh, obviously uh, um, as, as soon as possible. And um, if, also if you have the ability, right? Like Amazon is, is limiting the amount of stock you can send in on, on products. You can't just send in as much as you want. So, but I would get, I would get, I would get, um, I would get as much inventory as you can ahead of that, especially if you are going to be running, running some deals. So I believe the deadline to submit deals um, is April sixteenth. So actually the deadline to submit um, any like any lightning deals, uh, I believe is coming up tomorrow. So that's also obviously an important date if you want to run the deal. What, what does that look like um, slim on the on the vendor side of the world in terms of in terms of deals is it is it the same. Yeah, it's the same. This year, they're not accepting best deals. Um,
2: best deals is just similar to seven-day deals, but 14 days. And personally,
1: I think they're doing that because all of a sudden now, they're going to get um, – because Lightning Deals only last for six hours, right? So they're going to get um, influx of all these other deals. And on top of that, and I'm, I'm assuming it's the same, there's a merchandising fee of 500 If I'm, if I'm – yes correct uh, understand correctly for sellers as well
0: yes yeah so i mean like think think
1: of it like how many of these just um if they if it's a three day sort of uh prime day and you're only getting a six hour slot and you're paying 500 i mean we'll probably run through the strategy and things like that to think about but um right now if you're adding that 500 you've got to sort of factor that into your promo and work out if it actually makes sense i mean if you've got a product that you know, you you think it may not really sell that well, or it's not really a high performing item or it doesn't have really good reviews. Is it really worth to run it as a lightning deal, um, during prime when there's and you know, it's, it's, it's just, um, a mess of all these assortments and clutter. So just some food for thought.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, so kind of leads to, um, you know, to, to the next question of, yeah, should you be running, you know, should you be running, um, you know, deals. And by the way, the, the Prime Day window is a 300 to $500 um, price. I'm just in my account uh, looking at a, at a deal we set up. So I think part of it will determine if it's like a Prime Deal week deal or if it's actually on Prime Day. So if you hit Prime Deal, if it gets selected for Prime Deal week, it'll probably be 300 If it's actually on one of the sort of probably couple of key days of Prime Day, then it'll be 300 I think that's how Amazon has um, has historically done it. Um, just looking at one one product that that we set up, so they are giving you a range, three hundred to five hundred, and the date just says Prime Day window. Um, so that seems to be what the um, what the fees are. And yeah, it is saying here Prime Day FBA, FBA shipping deadline is May thirty first, and they are also saying, like you said, the best deals. Please note, seven day deals are not eligible for Prime Day or Prime Day week. And therefore you will not see seven day deal recommendations for prime day week. So yeah. How are you looking at, you know, um, thinking about, should you be running deals? I mean, you probably have products that like, they're going to sell anyway. Um, and you're going to get a tremendous amount of sales. Like, you know, is it one of those things you should think about maybe the, the category that you're in, um, or the inventory levels that you have? So the way I think about it is if I'm a, if I'm in a consumable product, that I want people to buy over and over again, it's an opportunity to get in front. I'm looking at it as a cost of customer acquisition and I'm looking at it as trying to get in front of just a lot of people who may buy that product again, if they like it, um, or if I have a high amount of inventory that I wanna move. Um, but, if, but if I think the product is gonna sell really well, maybe I shouldn't be running a deal. How, how are you thinking about whether, you know, you, you're deciding on on running it, running a deal?
2: So for us, the the biggest
1: purpose for Prime Day, which um, honestly I get super excited about it, is really um, as quickly as possible ranking our products up so that it's the orders that are going to come in post-Prime because of the ranking increase that we're going to get. So that's the way that we look at it. So, yes, we're investing in the deal. We may break even or make small margins, but it's what's to come afterwards that we focus on. So traditionally, even if we've got overstocked items and things like that, it's not something that we generally try to push on a prime, prime, prime day. We look at that as an opportunity to grow the business um, and promote their that um, are forward, um, continuing um, products.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so in I mean, so in some ways, you're seeing it as. A ranking opportunity, just volume opportunity to, to be able to get get in front of more more get the brand in front of more consumers. So so one is one is the halo effect for potential high sales, and then another is just to get the brand out in front of more people that may not know the brand.
1: Correct. Um, and then the other thing too is we when we do um, prime prime deals. Now uh, keep in mind we actually participate in prime deal of the days which generally are the most sought-out deals that appear towards the top of the deals page. Usually they have about 20 or so, maybe a little bit more. Um, And um, the tenants for that is you need to provide a minimum of 30% off the retail price. Mm -hmm. And those are the deals that we kind of run. Like last year, we did a deal and it brought in 2 million worth of sales. This year, we've got a 24-hour slot, which we're hoping... Um, if everything goes well, um, it should bring in hopefully about four to five million in retail sales. So those are the big things that, that as a vendor you are able to do. That being said, I mean, there's a lot of risk associated as well. Um, but anyway, long story short is when we do those types of deals, we see a massive influx of people who may not necessarily know our brand, visit our brand store, and all of a sudden they then get to see who we are as a brand, all the other products we have, and um, you know, keep that in their mind, and also see how um, serious about it. it's not like we're a single product or whatnot.
0: Right, and and again, that should be part of part of um, I think understanding like what it, what is your goal as a brand because if you have just if you're selling five random products, then you're not going to get that brand effect as opposed to if you're a brand with ten products that are related, um, and also if you have a good you know, maybe strategy as far as using inserts, getting customer data, that that customer data is also incredibly valuable. We, we've spoken before on, on here on how you guys are doing that same strategy, right? I think you have a, a warranty insert or, or something to that effect, right? So by getting that tremendous volume, you're just gonna get that much more customer data essentially. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what we try to do
1: is with our inserts, we offer, um, some type of incentive for people to register their product or whatnot and then that's how we kind of um help collect uh, emails which we can then remarket to uh, and that's part of our strategy for prime is that um the whole idea obviously with amazon's algorithm and, and whatnot is during the deal you get ranked based off of um views uh, impressions um uh, detail page views conversion sale volume all that type of stuff so What we try to do is build that initial um, customer sort of um, frenzy so that when the deal launches, we then can utilize our um, social media. We can utilize our email campaigns. We can utilize every database that we have that we've we've built a loyal customer base in addition to external PR placements and whatnot to drive as much traffic as we can onto the deals page So then all of a sudden Amazon's thinking, wow, like, you know, they're getting a lot of traffic. And then on top of that, we need to layer in everything we can do to really help with the conversion. So make sure the images are right. Make sure we've got video one, the A plus page has to be pristine. We make sure we have a comparison chart so that we could help cross sell similar products and all of that. So really paint a story there so that when people come onto the page, it really maximizes the conversion so that it helps push that, um, promotional page up towards um, the top of the deals page which is the most visited uh, during Prime and in that way then it sort of helps build that momentum because then all of a sudden you're going to get that organic reach as well from people just browsing Amazon and they don't have to flick through all the different deals pages but because you've generated that initial traffic and the conversion then all of a sudden people who are just browsing see it and it just helps build that momentum and it play, plays uh, upon itself. Yeah. And,
0: and, you know, what, what you're talking about is really like pushing the flywheel, right. A- Amazon is this flywheel that the more sales you get, the more reviews you get, the more reviews you get, the more sales you get. Right. And it's kind of like a, uh, there's like compound, it's a compounding effect of, of that. And if you, if your competitors are doing it and you're not, they're going to drive an additional, you know, 500 reviews across their products over over this period of time where they're or whatever it is 100 reviews or 50 reviews or, or whatever it is over this period of time and you're not then you're you're a little bit behind because it is a marketplace in a competitive environment and so part of this is defensively and part of this is o- offensively in terms of staying staying ahead in terms of, of driving sales now you bring up an interesting point about utilizing your email list and and sending the traffic to to Amazon now um, your company also has their own D2C site, right? So um, from what I see, so are you creating your also your own Prime Day kind of offers on your website? A lot of, a lot of retailers, D2C sites are doing their own Prime Day offerings to kind of compete with Prime Day. Um, how do you look at the strategy in terms of utilizing your email list to send to Amazon or, or is that something you, you do consistently um, or, or do you segment out your list of Amazon buyers off your, off your inserts and market to them versus your D2C buyers? Like, how do you think about how you're going to utilize that and where you send traffic to?
1: So it depends on, on, on the deal that we're doing. So for example, Prime, for the reasons that I explained earlier that, you know, you want to try to drive as much traffic as you can to Amazon because it helps with the rankings, the conversions, the initial sales. And in addition to that, the more sell-through you have on your products, the more um, inclined the, um, you know, uh, vendor managers and their um, deals team are going to want to run deals in the future, right? So if, if you've got like 100% sell through, all of a sudden they're like, oh, wow, you know, let's do this deal again or let's let's try it with this. Whereas we feel like on our website, yeah, we could definitely do, do like a special deal or a day um, or offer like uh, certain incentives um, through our email list but that that wouldn't be competing with major retail uh, promotional days where we want to drive um, customers to that. And then we also utilize um, those channels to, um, I guess, work with um, the buyers and the vendor managers to sort of add value to the deals that we do so that we're saying, okay, we're going to help drive traffic, external traffic, onto the item detail page through like, all the PR work that we're going to do through our email campaigns, through our social, which is going to drive traffic to this promotional um, event, which then helps, you know, gives them the confidence that um, the deal that they're going to run um, has got a more chance of success.
0: Yeah, so in a sense, in a sense that the idea is to play off the algorithm, right? The, the, you know, one of the one of the things in general in, in terms of running lightning deals and the, the chance of your lightning deal in, in general outside of Prime Day, and Prime Day, your lightning deal getting uh, visibility outside of just like the search results and, and organically and with paid is that there's this deals page. And it's really based on the history of how your lightning deal has performed in terms of where it's going to rank on the, on the deals page. So you're just flooding it. Amazon obviously loves external traffic. Um, you're making sure the deal is, you know the deal gets sort of funded right um, as fast as possible. And so that boost algorithm. So when you run the, the next deal after that, that's not a prime day deal, et cetera, you're going to get that ranking on the, you know, today's deal page um, and your deals that are not 30% necessarily um, are going to get more visibility feeding into the algorithm as opposed to your website that doesn't necessarily um, have those, those benefits, right? Because it's not, it's not working on, on that kind of
1: algorithm. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Um... Uh, that's what that's what what we do and in addition, what we do is we layer in um, our, some of our top performing products with some of our new releases right mm. and the way that, the reason why we do that is so that we don't risk having a new new release item that may not necessarily have as many reviews or as big of a sales history um, we, we, we sort of lay them on as the icing on the cake so that when people we know that a particular product, Works really well when we promote it. We're going to sell through that. That's great. But If we layer in these new products, it sort of like helps boost them up so that later on down the track, we've already built the momentum up on these new products. It gives them a much earlier start than trying to, you know, work through time what, to build them up. Or
0: go ahead. Yeah. When you say you layer in, um, I've done a deal of the day in the past where Amazon let me feature um, actually multiple products from the brand. And it said like, you know, 25% from, you know, off brand X. And then you you clicked on an image and it kind of went to like, you know, 15 different products that were, that were discounted. But when you say layer in, um, I I don't think you're talking about that because I don't think you could do that on lightning deals only on a, on a deal of the day type thing. So what do you mean by like, you, you add a, you add a product that, you know, is going to sell really well. You add another product that maybe you don't know how well it's going to do, but it doesn't get the same visibility necessarily.
1: For deal of the day, sorry. For oh, deal,
0: deal of the, of the day, day.
1: Is, is exactly what you were talking about. Sorry, that, that's what I meant. That when we do these major deals, it is layering in others because it takes it to a brand sort of page. Um, that's what we do. And then the other thing that we also do is um, we make sure that our brand page, because we get a massive surge uh, for people who don't necessarily know our brand, they'll click and go, "Oh, who, who are these guys?" and they'll click on the brand page. And that's where the home page, which is um, when people click on your brand store, they go to that. We can also, all the deals that we have for Prime will be on that main home page to help, I guess, um, push traffic. And so they realize, oh, wow, there's this item that's on sale, or this item that's on sale to try and capture that audience as well.
0: Yeah. And, and this is one of the advantages of being, being in the vendor program is you have the ability to submit for deal of the day. On the Amazon third party side, you need to be in typically in some kind of program where you have a rep. So whether it's the SAS core program or whether it's the Launchpad program, you need to be in some kind of place where you have a rep who can submit that um, deal for you. That's how I've been able to get deals in the past. I was in uh, what, what form, what is now uh, part of the launch pad program used to be Amazon exclusive. I had a rep who was able to submit deals for me and Amazon like the product, the timing—it was seasonal—and they were um, they were able to get it approved. Um, there's obviously no guarantee on either side when you submit that Amazon will will approve it. But um, and so for for Prime Day, do you have opportunity to submit for a Deal of the Day? And is that something you guys are doing?
1: Yeah, so that's what for Prime Day this year we've got a 24 hour slot where oh, we're, we're featuring amazing. about I would say off the top of my head about 15 different ASINs across maybe seven different products. So um, just some basic colorways on, on some, uh, the, the more popular colorways, and then just a variety of non-competing products that um, are related in the same category.
0: And how far in advance do you know that? I mean, I, I imagine that's a you, you need to have a massive amount of inventory available to, to send in for that. Um, <laughs> How how far you you know you mentioned you know driving four or five million in sales over, over this 24 hour period. Um how far in advance does Amazon because I know Amazon a lot of times does not give you a tremendous amount of notice um for, for approval on this.
1: So this is this is one where we've been working with the vendor managers a lot and it's almost like a joke and it's super risky, but let's just say we haven't we still haven't fully
0: locked in. And have had them place the POs yet? Mm. Yeah, right. So you're you're just getting sort of like the vendor manager is saying, "Hey, I'm pretty confident I can get this done, but you know, you don't have you don't have the final approval on it because I know Amazon does not give a tremendous amount of notice um, on this for whatever reason. It's typically like two two to four weeks, from what I've seen.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then and then they you just want to make sure you've got stock, and it's like you you constantly have to sort of reach out with the vendors and they've got a million other things they need to do at the same time as well. So I'm not going to lie. It is super risky. And as you get bigger and bigger and bigger, carrying inventory becomes such a risk factor Uh because if they all of a sudden say, no, it doesn't make sense. And you're sort of banked on them accepting the deal and they come back and say, well, all of a sudden it's not profitable for them. You have to fund above what the already hundred percent funded promo is all of a sudden, you're like, "Well, I'm now I'm running into the negatives, and I've got to either pull it out of my marketing, either factor in what the warehousing costs are, or just suck it up and um, you know focus on best deals or whatnot." So it is it is very risky, but we kind of try and go off past um, results, and then if possible, then layer in some of the newer items, maybe not as high quantities,
0: but enough. To get traction, and hopefully, what's to come afterwards. Right, and so when you're driving massive sales on on these new products layered in, you're gonna that's gonna drive you know five percent or 10, you know ten percent probably is re- really good, but just uh, a, a decent range of reviews on those products ranking, and that could be a great kickstart to to those products. Um, how do you think about? I want to switch a little bit to 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 the advertising side. Are are you changing your strategy ahead of Prime Day? meeting? Would you be doing, you know, I'm assuming you're doing DSP um, and running like some top of funnel advertising. So for the, for those that aren't uh, as familiar, top of funnel and DSP would be advertising, not based on keywords that, that people are searching, but advertising to um, uh, one video ads on, on Amazon, like Fire TV, uh, what's called OTT, that you can target specific audiences, customers that You know, are into kitchen products, or certain certain segments, or a certain lifestyle, or people that just had a baby, um, as well as on on Amazon and off Amazon targeting those audiences, um, as well as online video. Um, Are you doing a lot of or or more top of funnel ahead of Prime Day, knowing you're going to be retargeting a lot of those people around Prime Day, and they'll they'll see the the ads then and and the deals, and that that will. That is that part of the strategy or do you not necessarily change the advertising strategy uh, ahead of, ahead of Prime, Prime Day outside of those specific days?
1: No, totally. That's a great question. Um, and we certainly do. We've actually started back in mid-February. So what we're trying to do is those items that we kind of submitted for deal of the days that we anticipate working, we've already started, you know, trying to get it out there, uh, top, top level funnel. And then we do some basic retargeting just to get some visibility impressions, get it into people's minds, and then come sort of the week prior to that is when we're going to go very, very, very heavy. And then the day of, obviously, we're going to be bidding you know maximum that we can because the idea is like, we really want to focus on sell-through because then all of a sudden, if, if we do really well, then come Q4, um, you've got Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then like the second and third week of December, which could be massive all of a sudden, all these items that we seem to have um, done extremely well, they're going to want to come back and go, okay, those did extremely well. We want to do it again. So, yeah, we we certainly do look at it that way with DSP, um, yeah, retargeting. And then we also do a lot of sponsored brands. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reason for that is to drive people onto our... um, Storefront? Brand stores. Yeah, brand store, So they can actually see all of our products and know, wow, these guys are a brand because they're selling all these different products. And um, we've really taken the time because our brand store is actually seasonal. It's not like a, a one-stop brand store and that's in. we're actually going to be customizing our brand store this year specifically for Prime. So um, mm. we're going we're gonna to create banners that's going to talk about Prime. Once the dates have been official and we know exactly when our deal is, we're going to queue up that um, probably eight days prior to launch of Prime Day. So when people see all these, they know what products are going to be on
0: Prime. Uh, got it. So will you be so that that so Amazon introduced within the last, I don't know, six months to, to a year or so, the ability to sort of create a, a secondary store and swap it in for, for certain dates, right? Like like holiday season, et cetera. So um that's a great strategy, but and you're doing it sort of eight days ahead of time and, and you're gonna be putting a like a specific page of like prime day deals um and showing the products that are gonna be. On sale for Prime Day?
1: Correct. So essentially, what we're going to be doing is instead of the home page, um, we usually have like a home page with all our like really top rated items. Mm-hmm. And then we would have the next page would be like featured deals, which you can have certain modules that automatically refresh based on the deals that you're running. This time round, we're going to have, um, uh, I would say that the first page instead of the home page, it would be Prime Day. So when people click on our brand, so all of a sudden everything that's going to be on Prime will be right there and people will understand that, you know, um, on the days they come, they'll see all the products that will be on Prime and then if they come beforehand, they'll get a chance to preview what is going to be on Prime because what we want to try to do is capture that audience before they get a chance to see a competitor or whatnot and, and make that purchase. At least they'll consider our items knowing it's going to be on sale. And yes, we may lose it a few sales in the interim but it's we get that tenfold back after they convert on prime and then what's the residual that's to come afterwards
0: yeah absolutely so so what you're going to be do so then will you put some kind of messaging like these are the these are upcoming products that will be that will that will have special deals on prime day because if i'm just coming to a page says prime day deals and it's not prime day i might not know exactly what's happening um so are you you specifically going to be putting some kind of text language in a in a widget uh around there
1: yes so the banner up the top will have like we'll have our main one and then we'll have some messaging there that'll say prime day coming soon Mm. see below for deals and also um how we lay out the products it's not just um single tiles for each product we really take the time to make it exciting so that each of the tiles it could be like one larger square and then with some like a, a, a lifestyle image with some text overlay on top and then the links to the each individual product that will have the messaging and and speak to about it and so people will really understand straight away what that page is for
0: awesome so um so we've hit on some some great strategies talking about obviously when we think prime day is uh we think or predict it's going to be june 22nd to 24th but not not guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's just from some internal documents. Last day to send in inventory on third party is May thirty first. Obviously, get it in earlier. May twentieth on vendor. Um, talking about customizing your storefront specifically around uh, Prime Day. I, I love that idea. Um, and then you know, sort of um, changing up your ad strategy ahead of time. And and then on Prime Day, what what we've historically done for a lot of our clients is we've raised their increased budgets um, like 100% or so. It's kind of typical, um, like 50% a day um, you know, ahead of Prime Day and then 100% on the days of Prime Day and then kind of back down um, following that. We haven't always necessarily, depending on the client, um, increased bids. We found that people are spending their budgets Um, still without necessarily, you know, raising, raising the bids per se, but that's on an individual basis, depending on how aggressive somebody wants to be to kind of win the space. And again, I think if you're, if your goal is around brand building or acquiring new customers, as opposed to just like ACOS or ROAS driven, you're going to have a different strategy than if you want to maximize your profit necessarily um, for that day. So I I think you really want to think about what is my goal out of this prime day? And um, you know, what am I? What am I trying to do? Is it brand awareness plus sales, or is it just immediate sales? And you know, what, what is my uh, what is my goal? So in your case, Slim, you are both increasing budgets as well as raising bids because you want to drive that sell through on the deals because you know then you're going to be able to potentially get a, you know another deal of the day, let's say, um, Cyber Cyber Monday, Black Friday.
1: Yeah, correct. So that's, that's the strategy um, for us at the moment is because we really want to focus on sell through on all the items and make it a real big success. Because whenever we, we pitch these big deals, uh, even if we pitch newer items, if these things sell through, now we've all all of a sudden, have got a track history um, that we could then pitch and say, okay, well, these items were brand new, but look at the result we brought to you guys uh, from it. So, um, we give them the confidence that if, at later stage, it doesn't even have to be Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Let's say if we do another deal um, be in August, October, whenever it may be, even if it's a newer um,
0: ASIN, they're going to have the confidence because we can prove that we can sell through even the new ASINs as well. So it, it just helps, gives us leverage to, to pitch back to them. Excellent. Um, any other any other tips, strategies, Slim that you want to talk about or share um, ahead of Prime Day? Um, and then happy to also um, answer any questions if anybody in the audience wants to um, raise their hand and ask any questions relating to to you know particularly to to Prime Day.
1: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things you really really need to do, in my honest opinion, is e- evaluation. So um, after Prime Day is over, take a couple of moments to t- digest
2: everything and then deep dive every aspect that you possibly can, in my opinion
1: anyway, and that's something that we do because um, a lot of it's going to be data-driven for future deals. So take the time to really figure out, okay, what was successful, um, what wasn't? What did we get? What did we achieve? Did it, did it perform to what we expected, to the forecast that we expected? And is it worthwhile exploring ne- next year to see what we do? What was... Um, to the best of my knowledge, the conversions, the how many, you know, everything that you sort of pay money to do, in my opinion, it's worthwhile sort of taking the time to understand why it performed the way it did so that you could figure out ways to improve it for the next time, of course.
0: Yeah, and and are you doing that some of that sort of right away and some of that a little bit later, meaning you may see a rank improvement, right? That comes in in a halo effect of the sales seven days. Cause a lot of these big deals, especially deal of the day, like a lot of Facebook groups, influencers, things, people will post them. So people miss the deal, right? And they're going to come back the next day and still want to buy the product. Um, So there's, there's this halo effect. Are you waiting some period of time? Are you seeing like how many reviews are coming in based on, you know, how many more reviews did we get, you know, over the, over this, like from this sales period, uh, as opposed to before. Are you waiting a little bit of time as well to kind of fully evaluate the, the results?
1: We do both. So what we'll do is we'll, on the day, um, the day is one of those things. It's going to be a 24-hour day for us. Like I probably won't be sleeping for at least the 24-hour the deal day. Um, <laughs> what I'm going to be focusing on is working with the vendor manager. And this is another one actually that uh, for us, we're going to be trying for the first time if the vendor manager agrees to, which I'm still talking to, is... The deal of the day slot, right? You could, vendor managers have
2: control over what that hero image is. And that is critical to the success Mm. of the
1: deal. If you put an image there that, let's say it's an item that no one wants, no one's going to click on that and see all your items, right? So the way that I would love to try and work with the vendor manager to approach it is that we would switch the image to different products every hour and assess how much dollar value we're selling per hour. So, that we could hone in within that 24 hour time slot, which product yields the most, like as the hero shot, yields the most um, revenue within an hour. So, if we got one product, and let's say people, and I know it's gonna vary throughout the day, a lot of times it's gonna be more so in the mornings, but it, it, if all of a sudden we put like the hero image of one product, and let's say we sell three, four hundred thousand in that hour or or whatnot. And then we do another one that we sell like five or 10,000. We're obviously going to revert back, but we want to sort of test that on the day. So that's something that we're going to try and do this year. I'm not sure how frequent we can do it, but it would be like a, think of it as like a TV shopping. That's how they manage theirs is they basically do sales per hour and per minute volume per minute. So we're going to try to do it um, obviously per hour and see how that goes.
0: So you're going to be you're going to be changing the the main image of the deal basically every hour in the first several hours to kind of optimize what's going to be the winner. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty uh pretty pretty ama- pretty amazing detailed uh detailed testing. Yeah, yeah,
2: and so we'll we'll get to see. So it's going to be fun.
0: Do do you recommend um you know talking about do you, do you make any changes to listings uh, for prime day particularly do, do you add any do, do, do you do you update images or, or do anything differently or is it mainly the storefront that you're that you're kind of making changes to
1: it's the storefront the product pages we do more so seasonality not towards prime but let's say if it's um, q4 we we try to do the a plus page in a way that Maybe it's, it's geared towards gifting mm-hmm. um, and ideas for lifestyles and things like that. So another product that we have, um, it's very uh, Easter-oriented. So what we do is we truly, we truly create it in a way that when Easter comes around, it, it people see it and go, yep, it makes sense and, and they'll it helps with the conversion. So we try to, um, but the most important part is, one, make sure we've got a video, um, at least one, if we can get two, maybe a how-to video could be great too but make sure the a plus page and, and everything is telling a story and um, you know, showing um, everything that it does so that when people get it, they know that it's not just, you know, it doesn't solve just one one problem. I mean, it really solves a lot of the problems that they're having. So that's the key in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Um, great. Well, I think this was really uh, some great information coming up on uh, prime day, even though it's, you know, um, what, like more than two months away, you know, you, you really need to get ready way ahead, especially if you're going to be doing significant deals and having, having inventory in place for, for those deals. Um, if there are any questions, feel free to, um, to, to raise your hand. Um, and we'll take some questions. Um, and if not, then, um, you know, we will, uh, we'll, we'll close out, uh, we'll close out the room. Um, you can also follow this um, particular room on Clubhouse called uh, Amazon Sellers or a particular club called Amazon Sellers. You'll get notified of future rooms um, rooms that we um, that we do. Um, I'll bring up Abe.
2: Hey guys, good to hear from you. Um, I'm, I actually was surprised. I didn't realize that this room was happening. I thought it usually happens a little bit later, but I appreciate you putting it on. Um, I did actually have a question, I think for both of you. Um, And the question is, by the time you figure in the discounts that you need to offer for Prime Day, um, and by the time you figure in a little bit of a dip in sales in the couple of days before and after Prime Day, how do you balance the profitability versus moving extra goods versus that overall big picture. Um, A a question I hear a lot is, is it almost worth it to really be aggressive? You know, there's one one benefit in which a lot of promotions will move a tremendous amount of inventory, but if your margins are not great, it'll be almost like you're giving it away. So it really has to be worth it. So I'm wondering, you know, I'm not sure if I phrased it in a question properly, but how do you balance those factors when you look at what you're going to do for that day?
0: The the way, I mean, I'll, I'll answer and then I'll let Slim answer, um, uh, on this, the way, the way I think of it is, I think it, I think it depends if, if you have a brand that you're building and, you know, you know, that you're going to get this product into literally, you know, thousands and thousands of people's hands, right. All that halo effect will result in future full price sales because people are going to share, especially like Slim's company, uh, Slim, can we mention the company?
1: Yeah, so um, the brand is uh,
0: Dash. The brand is Dash, right? So they have air fryers, for example, right? That's cool. People post the stuff they're doing and using on social media, right? Like, there's gonna be enough people that get it that they're gonna get exposure outside. That's gonna lead to future sales, as well as a lot of people seeing deals that they're not gonna be have the time. They're gonna miss it. They're gonna buy it future. They're gonna get a lot of reviews. So you have to, I think, also factor in all the benefits that are gonna come, even if you even if you break even. the reviews everything else that you're going to end up making a lot of profit off those off those future sales i don't know slim like for for you if you're you know are you breaking even are you making money are you losing money um sort of on this on this prime day inventory let's say on this deal of the day at 30 percent. are you guys actually making money on it
1: um yes but we we don't ever do a deal where we're negative it's not worth our time um it just costs too much to to go through the whole process and and we don't even factor in like in terms of you know doing all the creative we all yeah do all of that internal things like that but no we wouldn't do a deal that would net us um negative now when you lay the advertising on top we would probably break even but on um newer items that we really want to make headway yes we'll do a deeper discount and we'll focus more on advertising but to your point We'll make that back uh, tenfold as the reviews come in. We build the reviews. We build the um, momentum coming into Q4. All of a sudden, we've got a ton more reviews. We're number one in the category, and it helps bring in a lot of organic um, purchases. So for us, it, it makes total sense. Now, for items that uh, have traditionally done very well for us and we've already built up the reviews and do very well, those ones we make sure we, we maintain a, a much better um, profit margin.
0: So Abe, I, I guess I guess the answer is they're not they're not necessarily lo- lose, losing money on, on the deals.
2: Right. So the way I understand it, and it seems like um, both of your answers were pretty consistent, is that profit, although although nobody is looking to lose money on it, um, it looks like profitability is maybe secondary to moving an immense amount of product in a short period of time and counting on benefits to be happening a little bit later on down the line for the brand. Um, and maybe to reframe it a different way, if a seller was a smaller seller and maybe more profit-driven, where they actually need to capture profits on every unit they move, maybe because they have less inventory overall for, you know, in the bigger picture of the year, it might not be so advisable for them to pursue every single option for that day. Would that well, make sense? I'm,
0: I mean, my answer there is... is is. You, the problem is that you're also competing against big sellers, right? So if I have LeRon's brand of air fryers and I'm up against Dash, that they're as they continue to do this more, and I and I do this less, they're gonna eat me for lunch, right? Because they're just accumulating reviews and sales at a a, a much faster pace than I can. And Amazon is ultimately a game of uh, reviews, right? Uh, and you know I can go and. I can go and create probably an identical product to what Dash has, but when they have thirty thousand reviews on something, I cannot come in and compete. Um, and that's that's a lot of a lot of the the Amazon game. So, you could make the argument that smaller sellers need to do this more defensively, and bigger sellers do this more offensively. Um, but at the same time, I understand if you you know if you can't make it work within your budget, then you, you, you can't make it work. But you need to. I, I think you need to view it as you're building your... You know, you're building a you're building a brand. But yeah, if I had one product, and I didn't see it, and I said, this is going to be I need to make a profit today. And I don't care about tomorrow, then I'm going to look at it differently than if I'm building a brand that I want to get more uh, awareness, awareness around and more people buying and I have new products that I'm launching with this. And, you know, I, I think you can get a lot of benefits out of it. But of course, like somebody bootstrapping is going to be in a tougher position, even to be able to get the inventory ahead of time, right? like to, to be able to not, I mean, if you're going to do this, and then you're going to be out of stock the next day. It's also not worth it. So you definitely, you definitely need to plan ahead and have the budgets for inventory to, to even be able to even be able to do it because you know, running out of stock the day, the day after prime day is, is also, is not worth it either.
1: I want you to touch up on that. Sorry. Um, really, really important for people to know this too and this is part of part of our strategy that um, is critical if you're spending all that time to get the rankings up and energy and money and, and whatnot if all of a sudden you don't have the products and you can't sell a single unit those rankings that, that you've worked so hard to get up are just going to drop super fast you're not going to be on the first page for example after after a couple of days that you don't have that product in stock. So to your point, Lira, and 100% agreed that you want to make sure you can back um, Prime Day um, with excess inventory. So uh, another thing that we do is not only do we make sure we do some Born to Run and what that is is a program that allows uh, Amazon to, to purchase uh, extra inventory and if they don't sell it within 90 days, um, they take uh, 25% of the cost. But then what we also do in addition to that is switch on dropship, so that we make sure we've got the inventory, whether Amazon's FCS have it or they don't, that we could still get that purchase and ship to the customer and and have it count as a sale and try to keep that ranking as high as possible to get that and- organic those organic traffic. In sales.
0: And Slim, sort of as, as a side question here, and, and uh, have also my team lead on on brand management here listening in. And we we just got our uh, first client that we're working with on on the vendor side. Um, can they just turn on Dropship if we if we want to if we want to do some ranking campaigns and drive massive velocity? And we know Amazon is not ordering the POs. They can just turn on Dropship, and so we can drive the velocity that that we want. Is that is that generally how it works on, on the vendor side?
1: Yeah. So vendor side, you'll have uh, Dropship will be a different vendor code um and uh amazon obviously pays the shipping it's just you just got to factor in the cost of the warehouse like lab- labeling it and whatever that that is just make sure you, you you buffer that in but yeah 100% that's what we do we we make sure we've got that switched on for for the products and it'll still show shipped and sold by amazon uh as well because it's a vendor
0: yeah yeah and then is the is the shipping are the, are the shipping dates a little bit further out with that um or is it still showing up as prime
1: um, it depends on um, your track history. So, if if the warehouse that, that you're using uh, ships very fast, then it can be marked uh, as prime They Usually ships one to th- one to three days. Or if you if you ship it um, over time and they, they keep a history, I think every two weeks they
2: reassess it. Hmm. And if you don't if you don't keep up to date with shipping it out straight
0: away, it'll change to ships within three to five days. Got it. Okay. All right. Excellent. That that's great to um, that's great to know. Um, so we covered, we kind covered a lot of, um, great ground. And if you joined in late listening to this, um, I'm going to be putting this up on, um, my podcast called e-commerce mindset, probably within by tomorrow. So you'll be able to listen back to this from the beginning. We talked about the beginning dates of prime day, some strategies around advertising storefront, how to, how to think about deals. Um, and um, you know, sort of the benefits of um, benefits of of capitalizing on Prime Day, not just for now, but for for Q4 ahead. And um, there are some rumors about two Prime Days that may happen this year, both um, both we think June 22nd and and maybe another one um, in October. So we'll find out if that actually um, comes to be. Um, Slim, thank you so much for joining me for for another room. It's um, really fun to do these uh, these rooms um, you know, together, um, and, um, dive into your head as how you think about, uh, about things from the vendor side and, and from kind of, you know, managing, uh, a, uh, a, a, you know, a big brand that does, uh, nine figures in, in sales. Um, so thank you so much for, uh, for spending, spending the time. Um, and thank you everybody for, uh, for listening in and joining in, uh, on the room.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Len. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Great one. Everyone. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you would leave a review on iTunes if you love the podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate it. I will see you on the next episode
1: of the E-commerce Mindset Podcast.